I can sell, sell. I can sell, sell. Hey, welcome to Make It So So, podcast about the not so good episodes of Star Trek. Today we are talking about Spirit Folk, which is episode 17 of season 6 of Star Trek Voyager. The characters in the Fairhaven hologram begin to suspect the Voyager crew after they witness several quote-unquote supernatural occurrences. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. And listeners, just a brief uh, warning. We are having some issues with our video chat, so we are audio only. So if any sort of uh, talking cues or stuff gets kind of interrupted on our end, that's just because we can't see each other like normal. So sorry about that, <laughs> but uh, we'll try to work through it as best as we can. Um, It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So who wants to tackle the first impressions? Uh, Beth, you want to give it a shot? Yeah, so let's see. So this episode takes place uh, chronologically about six weeks after um, the last episode we we reviewed. Correct. Um, with yes. these characters, um, I don't. I you know what's so funny is I've been thinking for a while about what to say about this episode, and I can't come up with much, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which is probably not a great thing. Um, I certainly don't think it's the worst thing we've seen. Um, but it's also yeah. not the best. So it's just it just sort of like was an episode. I like the idea that they continued it from the last one in the right timeline that they had suggested originally and all that stuff. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. There's not there's not a lot to say about it. So I'm like I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say. Right. What do you think? Uh Dan, Maybe. you wanna oh, okay, sure, sure, I'll go. Um Guys, this was a Emmy-nominated episode. Yes, it was. Uh, for, what? Uh, oh, you beat me to it, uh, You beat for, me to um, it. Uh, music for yeah. uh, like like background music in a in a TV series. So yeah. once again, we keep on uh, selecting these, these Emmy-nominated episodes. It didn't win, <laughs> but it was nominated. So just thought that was hilarious. Like the first thing I saw, I was like, "This is perfect." Um, <laughs> Beth, I agree with you. I don't really see... So this this episode brings nothing new to Star Trek. We've already mm-hmm. dealt with these problems in previous episodes that we've mm-hmm. covered. And um, it bears striking resemblance to um, Elementary My Dear Data from Next Generation, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. like Moriarty becomes smart and you know concludes that he is a hologram character, or mm-hmm. holodeck character. It's very similar to that episode. Although that episode's um, pretty good. Right. It is. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it, it did it first, you know, like mm-hmm. it did this first. So this one really did nothing for me. Uh, I don't really I didn't really see the reason to go back to this setting. Uh, I guess maybe the stars really liked it or something. But I I don't I didn't see like a like a glaring need to revisit Fairhaven uh, <laughs> like yeah. six yeah. episodes later. But yeah. But here we are. Um, and, yeah. yeah. And like, you're right. Like we, we, we've seen these problems before and we've also met, already met all of these characters and between right. time, between, you know, for, um, first time we meet them and then six weeks later we meet them again. Right. It's not like a ton of development has happened. Like Seamus is still Seamus, like begging Tom Paris for money so he can go drink in the bar. Right, exactly. And, you know, like Maggie is still the pretty girl that sells flowers. Like nothing has really changed right. much about them. Um, 
right. guess Michael is really the only thing that ch- changes maybe i don't know even then i'm not Which i don't know doesn't really make sense either but we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll dive into that yeah right yeah you're you're, you're totally right yeah um, dan. dan what'd you think um okay so is there a word that is like the negative version of rejuvenated because oh, like like we, we've digression taken some, or we've taken or, some time yeah. off from mm-hmm. right. from watching star trek Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I don't know if this episode is especially bad or if like <laughs> I had just kind of become like inoculated. But now I I genuinely don't understand why anyone can like Star Trek all yeah. right. again. <laughs> this was so dumb. Yeah, this one the, was... Actually, the only redeeming thing about this episode that I liked is something both of you guys mentioned is that it was six weeks later. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was aired six weeks after the last one. Um, what's that called? Um, uh, Fairhaven. 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 Yeah. Uh, and in Fairhaven, they specifically said, oh, it'll probably take like six, seven weeks to fix the bugs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, in the that's, episode, yeah. Right. That's literally that the, the only cool thing. So the only that cool thing about it is that we like the, the continuity. Right. Which other I, I shows do. In the episode, they like alluded to the real right. time whatever but, right okay other than that it was real bad we'll get into yeah. it yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was real bad just <laughs> just no good yeah yeah all right cool well we have a cold open where tom paris is uh horribly driving a uh early car um, and crashes it into a bunch of barrels Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like a metaphor for the whole episode, just a <laughs> just a car crash in every possible way. So, what year does this like simulation take place? Okay, I was thinking uh, that too. They said it in the last one, but I don't remember. Is it eighteen hundreds or like early nineteen hundreds? Well, the car would suggest early nineteens, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. That's what I'm. I thought it was like late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, I thought so but, too. But I maybe Tom Paris made some modifications to like and it kind of maybe it's like a fluid timeline now where I don't know. I don't know. It just it doesn't really fit the um, the time period, I didn't think. But hmm. but whatever. Yeah, I whatever. thought the same thing as well, especially based on their dress, I think. Like right. the way I thought it was because I thought originally Fairhaven was like even earlier than that, like mid 18s. Right. Um, and but, that could have been true too but i guess that's a small nitpicky thing i just didn't yeah know it was that time period but <laughs> but so he crashes into some barrels um Seamus uh comes up to him mm-hmm. and um he's like hey can i get some money for some pints i mean and it's so like Tom- <laughs> it's basically the same exact thing Seamus does in the cold open for Fairhaven too Right, you're right. Yeah, it's like he's, he's a drunk. It makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, but it's just I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know if that's what they were going for. Like, okay, we're just gonna do this again. I don't know. But well, I think you're yeah, you're right because don't they even reference? Doesn't Tom even reference it? Like, he's like Seamus asking me for money again. So I think you're yeah, right. I, I think, think they, so. Yeah, I think they so. actually. Man, this is like the laziest <laughs> writing of an episode <laughs> ever. Um. So yeah, so uh, he lies about having an inheritance and gives gives Seamus some some money, mm-hmm. um, and there's a 
um, a scene where Seamus walks away and Tom Paris kind of like holodecks a new tire on the car. Mm-hmm. And um, Seamus sees it and is like, oh, wow, this guy is a fairy god or, you know, some sort of leprechaun right. type well, like person. Two- Two seconds before that, he he did mention uh, right. Castle Odell being right. run by the Queen of the Fairy Folk when the mm-hmm. sun goes down. Right. Which I I don't know. It's fine. Okay. I, I guess you have to throw it in there. But right. So yeah. So he mentions magic, and then Tom magics. Right. So Seamus is having a little hissy fit. Right. And that's the end of the open, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, it's a very Which, short cold open. This has happened in several cold opens in Star Trek history where a holodeck character notices something that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, this should not even register with them because this is like outside of like, you know, like Tom Paris. is in like sexual filters. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And like yeah. Tom Paris is basically in God mode right now. You know, if it was like a video game, you know, and like non-playable characters aren't supposed to notice, you know, things that you do while you're in, you know, God mode. So, um, it, so like, how is this possible? And they kind of get into it, but not really. So, well, so they kind they kind of do, but yeah. If the perceptual filters were working properly, it shouldn't be a big deal. So he might as right. well go all crazy and do whatever he wants. Right. But as we find out, they're not right. Working right. for some reason. Right. But it still kind of puts the townspeople in sort of like this super like observational pattern hold that just, I don't know, it doesn't really register with what the character should be. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess that was like a lazy way to sort of give them, you know, omnipotent observational powers, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, so so Seamus, uh, being the town drunk, goes, tells everyone, you know, like, Everybody, you know, Tom is the demon or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, he reminds everyone of Kilmanen and how spirit folk came down to town one day and everyone disappeared. Right. Uh, now, Kilmanen uh, was actually a place in Dublin. It was a jail for a little while. Hmm. Oh. But uh, so I don't know why they chose that name, but OK. Sure. Yeah, they uh, made it sound like it's pretty, a, pretty a Irish. neighboring town, is what it sounds like when right. they yeah. talk about it. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you know, people are generally, you know, not believing the town drunkard. Rightfully so. Right, right, right. right. But uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that kind of sets sets the tone for for the rest of this train wreck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> seemingly... Unrelatedly, uh, Harry is now getting ready for his date with Maggie. That's right. He, Wait, he did we skip? A- um, did we skip when Seamus is in the bar talking to people, or no? Oh yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's just telling now. everyone about Kilman uh, okay. and how spiritful. Right. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, showed he's up like, and made everyone disappear or something. Well, he's sitting in the bar with like a bunch of people from the town, including like the town doctor and yeah. that kind of stuff, and basically telling them that. Tom Paris is a fairy, like yeah, basically, fairy basically every and, every primary character is in this bar right now, um, talking about <laughs> what 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 Seamus yeah. saw, yeah, yeah. So he's like, 
But yeah, basically. And like, well, but I think it, the, the thing that's important to point out here is that like other people in the town are starting to corroborate his story, saying that they've, you know, seen weird things happening and, um, yeah, you know, that, that, that just things are, things are amiss here in, uh, right. Uh, in Fairhaven, but right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is hard to talk about. Uh, it's like it's a whole hour where it feels like everything happened and nothing <laughs> happened at the same time. It's so right. weird. Right. So like, it's so weird. Yeah. No, you're, there, you're there's totally also right. no yeah. there's also no B plot, right? So it's like it's all A plot for this. That's a good point. Entire episode. I, did, I didn't pick up on that. You're right. That's a very rare Star Trek <laughs> yeah. thing where there's no no subplot. That's 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 super yeah. true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so Harry is yeah. uh, going on a date with Maggie. <laughs> yep. Uh, for some reason, he brings like flowers he replicated instead of just, you know, holodecking them. But whatever. right. Also, yeah. too, like he, Maggie sells flowers. That's her job. Oh, I mean, I I'm not saying she wouldn't like flowers, Shit, but right. like he <laughs> yeah. could have brought her something else, maybe. Or it's like in you, addition you to went flowers. to you went to my competitor to buy uh, <laughs> flowers. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, totally. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Dan, keep it going. All right. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're on their date, and uh, Tom is creeping, mm-hmm. like, kind of behind them in the shadows. Yeah. Like, literally and, and figuratively, right? Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's basically, it's basically a, a cartoon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tom is following Kim while the town people follow Tom. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has this, like... Uh, Remote control panel, whatever you want to call it. It's and a pad. It's called a P-A-D-D. I don't remember what it stands oh, for. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. iPad. Stole that. Yeah. It's basically like a precursor to iPad, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But also a post-cursor to iPad because we're in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so uh, just as Harry leans in for a kiss with uh, his beloved Maggie, mm-hmm. Tom turns Maggie into a cow. That jerk. Knee slap. And then laughs maniacally. Rim shot. Which I legit is a hilarious prank. If like I could totally see doing that to someone and that would be <laughs> Oh sure. Very, yeah. very fulfilling joke. Right. Like yeah, if if you had the yeah. means, yeah, you could that that could actually be pretty funny. Yeah. Well, would I you mean, guys yeah. would you choose a cow or would you choose like some other disgusting animal like something like oh a, uh i don't know i don't even know what it would be i don't know was there a reason he chose a cow or just i don't or just think so because it was funny i, I don't know All i right. don't know what i would choose beth uh yeah i don't know like a maybe like a like a rhino or something a rhino <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty good i don't know <laughs> I, no it's i got it gross i got everything it. but it's pretty good you just changed it to, to a different person like janeway or something oh yeah yes. okay that's that that's would, the ticket that's the that one that would be good that's i mean that's the worst of all <laughs> you know oh. so can, yeah. does the holodeck recreate like people people it can yeah like you could say like you know rep replicate Janeway and it could um replicate her. Oh hmm. man. Yeah. Hold on. I didn't we some episode a long time ago, didn't someone want to like replicate Kira? Yes. yes. But like they weren't allowed to. So yeah. someone had to bribe someone. Yes. Right. That the the Deep bad Space guy of the episode. episode um wanted Quark to right. replicate. 
Yeah. Okay. It was Cork. Right. Cork was trying I, I ha- to. I have no further uh, thing to say. I just kind of came to mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, gotcha. In that episode, Cork just, yeah. was trying to replicate Kira so he could yeah. put her in his hollow brothel. Essentially. Right, exactly. Like someone else really wanted right. her. I don't remember. It was the guy with the crooked chins really right. wanted her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they got his chins going. Going That's hard. Right. Yeah. That's right. All the chins going all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, so so Tom is creeping on Harry, but mm-hmm. Seamus and his buddy are creeping on Tom. Right. Like it's just levels upon levels it's of, hilarious. of creeps. Yeah. Creep and so Seamus <laughs> saw Tom turn Maggie into a cow, but now he has like another person to corroborate the story. So right, right. Bad news for Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's gonna soon after this it's gonna start spreading through the town like like wildfire. Right. Um, because Seamus right. and his buddy, I can't remember what his name, take the cow directly into church. Right. Where they're <laughs> having like I guess like a Friday night mass. Yeah, so the only yeah. good character on the show, the do- the doctor is uh <laughs> is giving a um a sermon which mm-hmm. the churchgoers are making fun of. Um so, which leads me to believe that, like, well, they're not, they're not making fun of it loudly, but they're kind of smirking and kind of like, you know. So mm-hmm. it kind of leads me to believe, like, what y- y- you said, Beth, that, like, a lot of people are already kind of doubting, like, what are we actually living in? Yeah, like, totally. Like, what is this kind of, like, sham? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they walk in with the cow, which is just, you know, a hilarious classic comedy bit. Um, <laughs> and... um <laughs> Yeah, and the, the 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 doctor is like, "Well, you all can leave. I'll um I'll take care of this cow situation." Well, because he also says, "No, I just saw uh Maggie this oh, right. morning, so there's That's no right. way this could be Maggie." So That's well, right. yeah, they walk drunk. in and they they yeah. say to everybody like, "Hey, we just saw Tom Paris turn Maggie into this cow." Right. And people are in an uproar, and you know, right. I think at this point the doctor is like trying to calm them down. He's like, you know, right, exactly. These are our neighbors, and we, you know. We need to right. treat them neighborly and you all are being sinners right now and that kind of stuff. And then right. tra- I think he tries to like assuage their fear a little bit. And then the same thing. They're like, okay, everybody can go. Yeah. Church is over. I'll take care of this cow. Um, <laughs> I got to say okay. the doctor uh, preaching mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite things in really Star good. Trek. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's, ba- it's just overacting. It's, he's just like, Sinners, oh, all yeah, of he's, you. Like he's it's, he's great. Yeah, it, it super reminded me of uh, there will be blood. Mm. Yes, and uh-huh. both uh, both yep. Daniel Plainview and uh, uh-huh. Elias or something. Yep, mm-hmm. but where yep. I, it's all just super passionate performances. Yep. and uh, yeah. Now the Doctor also. This is also like the worst episode I've ever seen of the Doctor because it's some stuff that's gonna come up later. But we'll get into okay. that. Okay, right. all right. Yeah, so. <laughs> I believe uh, the townsfolk is now meeting again, and they're all like sharing. They're like, "Right, hey, like Harry cleared the sky when someone complained about gray mm-hmm. skies, and mm-hmm. Janeway saved a girl that fell in a well with like no scratches on her." And right. so now everyone's kind of like buying in. Like, uh oh, mm-hmm. these guys are spirit folk, which I guess right. are also exactly. the fairies. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. So we should yeah. also mention at this point, like most of these times, these town pe- townspeople have gotten together have been in Michael Sullivan's bar, and 
Sullivan right. ha- a couple times has tried to be like the voice of reason, even, you know, saying similar things as the doctor, like, Hey, mm-hmm. these are our neighbors. And, you know, yes, these things might've happened, but aren't you grateful that like that, you know, Katie saved your daughter from a well and, you know, have been making right. our, even if that is true, they, they don't seem, they seem to be pretty benevolent, right? Like they're making our well, lives better, not worse. He obviously doesn't want it to be true just because of his course, yeah. girlfriend is the queen of One the of fairy them. folk. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. Yeah, no, I will say that he is the most level-headed in the whole yes. episode, including the starship uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Totally. He, he handles, so there, I'll, I'm just going to jump ahead because yeah. okay. um, he, he handles the mo- and we'll cover this when it happens. But uh, when he finds out that he's like on a starship, mm-hmm. he handles it extremely well. Um, yeah. So much, in fact, that he's able to fool people into thinking that, oh, okay, he doesn't know what's going on. So he's, yeah, that's actually the next, the next scene right here. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, Harry right. and Tom, beam him aboard so that they can fix uh, him not quite so they're they're in the ho- so harry tom and balana are in the hollow lab and they're talking about how like oh yeah some of right. the things are sort of like not working correctly uh mm-hmm. in the holodeck and one of the things that they notice is that like the ca- the characters are starting to be aware of the things that they shouldn't be aware of which is what right. Nina talked about earlier so balana is right. like Guy, Blonde is like never into it the whole time, right? She's like, I think it's which I think is we, great. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I don't right. really love her character because she's like kind of an ass all the time. But like, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, she does have a point here, and I think she she points out something like they think it's a problem because the holodeck program has been running sort of like nonstop all the time. Like right. They wanted to have this open door policy where you can go in at any time, um, mm-hmm. and it's starting to like sort of screw with it. So what in the hollow lab? Harry and Kim start, um, Harry and, and Tom Paris start to like try to figure out what's going on. And they bring up Michael Sullivan's character thinking that when they do it, it's just his image and they're like reading the information about him, but they accidentally bring up his entire character into the hollow right. And like, right. so he's there, right? So he's essentially like beamed, like what more or less beamed into the hollow lab. And he starts looking around and he recognizes them immediately, not in their, like period clothes in their uniforms. And he's like, what the heck guys? Like what's going on? Where am I? And they're like, they're talking about him as if he's not there. Right. Right. Um, saying like, Oh, his perceptual filters are off and blah, 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 blah. So they start playing with some stuff. And he, like Dan said, he realizes, or I think you said this, he, he realizes that like, um, I'm, I I need to like play along with this in order to figure out what's happening. So he pretends as if um, he doesn't know what's happening when in reality he's like still taking in all the information and they're like, oh, I guess we fixed it. Let's go ahead and send him back. Right, exactly. Well, so yeah. this is like one of the, my first like big problems is like they mm-hmm. found the problem in the subroutines. Mm-hmm. They fixed it. So Michael shouldn't be able to fake being fixed. Right. Did they like, fix it? I don't know. Yeah, they well, they or they think they fixed it. I mean, they, they um, found an error. I guess there were multiple errors and I don't know, but it just, right. Like maybe like, they missed something. He and is he's able to algorithms and they changed it and right. it didn't affect him, which right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, I mean, just from his point of view, like let's, let's take away the fact that he's a program mm-hmm. just from, if he's a person and he thinks he's in, 
you know, a society that has seen no technology the way that we have it mm-hmm. or, or, or they have it, no, no ideas of what like being alive in a simulation would be. Mm-hmm. He is like handling this with like genius level intellect. He's like, okay, I am ahead of these guys and like, they don't know it. That's pretty like incredible. He that caught he is, like super fast. Yeah. Right. So I, had exactly. thought, I had a thought about this and I'm curious to, to hear what you guys think. So yeah. my thought on this is that, so Michael clearly is the most, uh, he's, he's clearly like the smartest character in Fairhaven, right? Like the, of right. the holodeck characters. But yeah. if you remember from the episode Fairhaven, Janeway specifies him that way. She yeah, makes she, him she educated him. Yeah. That's she true, you're she right. makes him very smart and like more cultured and that's right. You know, interested in more interested in books and like the things that she likes. So to me, it sort of makes sense that he would be by nature a little more um, discerning about things and like, you right. know, t- trying to like weigh lots of information before making decisions and stuff, because I think that's like by nature what she has at least like created in him. And, um, True. Yeah, so that, that True. like the whole, like lining up with the fixes and stuff still doesn't make sense. But to me, like, I don't think it was like necessarily outside of the bounds of like what his personality like normally is. Um, because he's clearly like the, the smartest person of the holiday yeah. characters in Fairhaven by design. Right. right? That's, guess, that's a good, but that's a good point. On. Like he, like she, she made him go to college, but I don't know if that matches like I've been transported to an alien world. Yeah. <laughs> And I can right. now fake someone changing my thoughts. I don't know. Right. That's yeah. like to, know. to that's, take that's next to level take stuff. all that in in twenty seconds and then compose yourself to the level that he did. It's like that's yeah. some badass shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> but but yeah, but yeah. I mean, maybe maybe she tweaked him just a little bit too much, and mm-hmm. he kind of has that like Moriarty thing going on where he is able to realize. You know, mm-hmm. okay, this is not like what I'm used to, but I'm gonna like play it long. So yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely I, not happy with her about it, right? He like by this point no. starts to figure out that like she has not been forthcoming with him, and like he doesn't really know anything about her, right? Like she knows everything about him, right. but he knows nothing about her. And he's, I think, I think it's is that the next scene? So yeah, so. Well, so I think they're on the bridge. immediately, mm. immediately following this, mm-hmm. um, Tom and Harry go to the bridge to s- tell them that, hey, uh, Michael is uh, was malfunctioning, but we fixed him. So we're going to go in there and fix everybody else. And Janeway kind of like laughs it off. But mm-hmm. like this is like she's taking it way too lightly. Like this is pretty serious stuff. Like mm-hmm. a holodeck character was able to like realize that he wasn't where he was supposed to be when we were working on him in the lab. It's like, and, and she kind of just like, like laughs it off. Like, Oh, that's funny. Like, well, she laughs it th- off to Chakotay. Yeah. Right. And like, I think right. this is Chakotay's only scene. Like, too, like so. in the entire episode. He probably didn't give a shit about this episode. He was like, write me the latest, the, the least lines possible. Yeah. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to fucking deal with this. I think he has like crap. two. <laughs> yeah. She says to him something like, Oh, my boyfriend can malfunction, you know, like, Still, again, right. yeah, like you said, like laughing it off. Um, but it's a pretty serious like issue, especially when they've had problems in the past with holodeck stuff. Uh, this all mm-hmm. fits my theory from the last episode that Michael is more than just a program. 
Right. He's somehow evolved past some sort of all this stuff. Like God level intellect <laughs> yeah, being that just, will like that will like he's transport some, himself. He's he's actually out of the matrix. Member of the Q continuum. <laughs> right. Oh, also, exactly. So Tom Tom created this whole world from the ground up. Right. Yeah. Why did he build in this superstition? about spirit folk that, that would point. inherently make them distrustful of strangers. <laughs> if he plans on that. being That's the stranger. Really question. Yeah, excellent point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the only thing I can think of is maybe when he was building it, he just like uploaded a bunch of like, you know, oh, Irish history. Folklore. You know, like, like lore. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. You know. right. That's what but, I would think. I, I had a thought that he just had a bank of Irish books like folklore books and right. histories and stuff available and was yeah, like that, oh this actually, is how we create yeah, the culture like, that probably makes more sense than building all from scratch but i mean it is yeah. a valid um argument that you could make where you know shouldn't he have maybe like thought about this possibility happening and maybe take some of that stuff out right. of the yeah <laughs> right but right um so before we, we we move on, I think we also missed a, a random scene where Michael gives uh, Janeway the Fairy Queen book. Yes. Um, and well, I think that's where like, he starts to question to her. Like, okay, I don't yeah. really know anything about you. Where, where like, I think he right. says something like, you know, where do you go when right. you leave this place? Like, I don't even, I don't know where you live. We always hang out at my place. Um, you got right, you know, Am just, I your main day? I'm not sure. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> am I fuck boy number one? Fuck boy right, number two? Exactly. You know, what's, yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> oh, one thing. Uh, so when Janeway is talking to Chakotay, she mentions mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what am I do? What's supposed to do? Just tell him, you know, you're a 300 decawatt hologram." Mm-hmm. Which yeah. uh, that is the equivalent of 30 watts. Like, oh, is it really? <laughs> so either it's like ultra efficient, right. super efficient, or she's misspoke. The writer know. just thought it sounded cool. Like yeah. decawatt sounds cool, yeah. so we're gonna throw it in there. So, oh uh, man, Star Trek science writers needed a a, a better like Wikipedia I, I mean, back then or like, something uh-huh. to it, look up. In stuff. a sense, I could totally see like you know photons and force fields being a super efficient thing, mm-hmm. or else they probably wouldn't bother sure. with a holodeck. But at the right. same time, it's like they also seem to like say, oh, you know, running this like 24 hours a day is really like straining things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if like their most complex character is like a super weak light bulb, <laughs> I just. <laughs> right. I, I don't see it like straining a starship. That's right. super true. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you have to think like by this time. I mean, I mean, the holodeck is essentially like a video game, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Like now you can put like an NES game, like you, you could put like a million of them on like one USB drive. So like, yeah. so, you know, but, but back then, you know, like, oh, that was a lot of data, you know, but by the time they're there, it's probably super efficient. You're right. So yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be a yeah. huge drain on, on, I would imagine they have the like ship. the world's already figured out the world's greatest conductive materials and like. Right. They can transmit data through light beams and you know what I mean? Exactly. Like just right. All sorts of things that are like way more efficient. Um right. they like have it's like, all super they have fast like, wireless. Right. They yeah. have like like wireless energy by this point. Which Yes, that's what which, I was thinking. Which which is a thing, which is fucking amazing, but yeah, yeah. I hope that happens one day. <laughs> right. But right. yeah, um but yeah, you're right. It's this should be like it's just like a little side thing that runs you know, yeah, but, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. 
Um, um, I also have to say, Janeway looks rough in this episode. Yeah. Like, she she does not yeah. look well. She, like, she looked the same as always. I don't know. <laughs> I, there, there were some scenes, especially where he gives her the book. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote down, like, Janeway looks rough in all caps. Because I, <laughs> I don't know. I just She looked like she was tired or just, like, maybe not wearing, like, as much... I, I don't know. It's just, she, she just looked rough. So I just had to throw that out there. So yeah, this one is not so getting an Emmy for uh, makeup. I thought she so. looked <laughs> a lot older than Michael. And Michael she doesn't did. look necessarily young. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Right. Just for some reason, she looked. It could be the combination of like how she looked in her face and her hair. And we, we talk Maybe. about how she looks a lot. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought the same thing. I was like, man, she yeah. looks looks a lot older than him. Um <laughs> Which is fine, yeah. I guess. No, nothing wrong with that. But oh yeah, no, it's fine. I just, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I was too mean. But yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Michael asks her like, "What's going on?" And instead, it looks like she's about to tell him, but then mm-hmm. she just ends the program. Um, yeah. But I thought, yeah. I thought for a second she was going to tell him everything there because she like looks away into the fire and, um, you know, uh, kind of have like a heartfelt talking moment. But then mm-hmm. that didn't didn't happen. So right. she just like okay, end program. So, Which honestly, I think this particular point sets up of the episode like the most interesting ethical piece of it, mm-hmm. right? So like in the first Fairhaven, the I thought the most interesting ethical piece was like her changing him to like fit right. what she likes, you know, and not right, right, yeah, you know, not letting their relationship evolve like more naturally. Um, but this piece is like, okay, how honest do I need to get with this other like quote unquote like person or even simulated person about our relationship right because like what I think personally what she did was kind of shitty um, in both cases um, oh absolutely you know where yeah, she, just she just ends she the just program cuts off yeah right exactly yeah and it's like yeah. I don't if the if he were a real human and like this were a real relationship her just like getting up and walking away would be the equivalent right and like it's still right. not a very nice thing to do at all so um, the fact that she was engaged before like kind of blows my mind to be honest yes it makes me think that maybe she wasn't a very good partner to her former partner who for all accounts like might you know might still believe that he's her partner i don't know he was just in it for the the starfleet benefits oh probably yeah she was taken off yeah, <laughs> he gets to go on like a starship once a year. Like, oh, this is a really great, great, great perk, honey. I'll, uh, right, the I'll health insurance you. is fantastic. Yeah. Retirement yeah. benefits you can't beat. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> so I believe Michael gathers everyone in the bar and tells everyone that yeah. uh, Tom and Harry plan to change the town in some way because they were discussing right. like fixing everyone else's perceptual filters, even though they can't do that when they think they have but whatever i don't know yeah. <laughs> right so right. seamus leads the charge he's like fuck these people let's go kill them or something and, yeah he gets uh, a bunch of guns together um <laughs> it's basically like we're 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 gonna go to kill frankenstein's monster type type scene yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know where he's like it's leading an angry mob yeah to the you know uh but yeah they instead of leading them weird to- superstitions about it too like they have to catch them if they are fairies, they have to catch them in like red throat or red, um, red rope or red thread. Right. Oh, red throat, yeah. Jesus. Um, right. Yeah. There's a, yeah, they're just talking about all kinds of like different weird ways that you would catch a fairy. I go, Oh, and if you say the fairy's true name, 
or it's almost like a Rumpelstiltskin kind of thing. Um, yeah, it has no power over you. Yes, if you, that's um, what it is. No, it's no, it's true name. True yeah. name. Well, the um, uh, the book that uh, Michael gives the Janeway about the Fairy Queen is a real book. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. I, not that I read it, but uh, I would imagine there's a whole bunch of superstitions and like maybe that stuff is from that book. The, Did like, you find out what it's called, oh. Dan? That book? I did, but I don't remember. I could look it up okay. if you give me a second. Okay. Well, I'm just what, curious. Well, it's not important. Isn't it just, just called the Fairy Queen, right? Uh, uh, it's something like that, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look. You guys talk. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so, so they're, they're, the angry no, mob is like on their way to the bar to come mm-hmm. catch Harry and, um, and Tom in the act. Right. Um, and spoiler alert, they do. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they walk into the bar and they basically could just like open up a panel on the wall, right. um, which I guess is a re- like no one has ever been able, I think, to figure out exactly how the physics of the uh, holodeck work. Right. Like what are virtual walls? What are actual walls? Like how do you define the boundary between them? Right. Um, so I think the Voyager one is a little bit more advanced, but I mm-hmm. still think it's just a just like a, you know, a certain space. And I don't know why. They had to go particularly to the pub to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, they didn't explain just, it. They just said something like one of the ports in Sullivan's bar, something like right. that. Yeah. But like, you know, like in, in TNG, you can just call up the, the wall panel and it, and, it, and it shows up wherever you are, you know, like, yeah. or so, why did they need to be in the program to go do this panel excellent, thing? Right. Excellent point. They That's could have just walked point. into yeah. the physical room of the holodeck and gone to the right. panel that they needed. That that was because the only thing that, I was thinking. I was like, "Well, that's right. pretty consistent." It just reinforces that Tom Paris is a lazy coder. Right. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry. The, yeah. uh, the the book is called The Fairy Queen by Edmund okay. Spencer, published in 1590. Oh, cool. 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 So, uh, Listeners. Uh, read that book and get back to us. Yes. Uh, Please know, write us a synopsis. Cover to cover. Um, <laughs> if you do that, you can guest on an episode because that's, that's right. no one's going to do that. Just, <laughs> so. just, just Twitter at us uh, with yeah. hashtag I read the fairy queen. Yes. Or I read yeah. the fairy queen. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Please do it. We'll know to get in contact with you. <laughs> Please do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so one one more thing about that book. Um, going going back just a bit, as Janeway is flipping through it, so it's a poem. Yeah, um, it's like an so, epic but poem. The, yeah, but the okay. book she is flipping through is clearly written in in, in prose, not in verse. Oh. Um, How do you know that? <laughs> well, because it, it just it just there was like a paragraph and oh okay, it looked like a new sentence. So okay, uh, <laughs> so someone's lying to somebody there about all right. About, Something so, yeah. Know. But that's a minor. minor what, do you know, what do you know not about the 1590s thing. poetry? Come on. Well, I'm kidding. It's not written in paragraph form. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, awesome. so Seamus or someone with a gun shoots the yeah. the panel. <laughs> right. They shoot it mm-hmm. three times, I think. And uh, um, the the computer announces that the safety protocols are offline. Uh-oh. Right. Right. Oh no! Which so, means they right. could be shot by that gun. Exactly. Apparently, which we s- still don't understand, but it's yeah. we're just but suspending disbelief. So it's possible. The safety protocols shouldn't they have prevented the gun damaging the safety protocols? 
Uh, or maybe maybe it's like person specific. As long as you're not going to harm a person, it won't inter- interfere. I don't know. Maybe. No, yeah, you're that's right. A good, that's a I would great imagine question. the bullets would not damage the ship itself, which is what. Yeah, happened. you you would think that like the the program would be advanced enough to not let itself get hurt from stuff inside the program. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah. if I if I like go up to like a wall in like Zelda and like you know hit it with a sword it's not going to break the game you know what i mean it's going right. to like it's going to it's going to damage the wall but or your computer magic. right it wouldn't damage yeah. your actual hardware which right. is what happens right. that's, exactly that's, that's what i'm saying like the, the the game won't break and like like oh right. shit yeah um so they're talking about solutions to get their crew out um this got me extremely frustrated torres is like well we can just stop it and save them by unplugging it. We're going to stop the mm-hmm. program. And then everyone's like, oh, but if we do that, we'll lose all of Fairhaven. And, and, at, and at this point, I'm just like, who the fuck gives a shit? Like, you, you have two yeah. crew members who might be killed by this program, but you're still holding on to this thing? Like, it's a, some sort of fucking, like, amazing thing in your life? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just unplug it. Yeah, Lee's quote is, the people of Fairhaven may not be real, but our feelings toward them are. Oh, God. And everyone else is like, oh, Jesus, we get it. Your boyfriend's a hologram. Which, if you, like, take a step back, you're thinking, okay, so Tom and Harry are worth worth less than her feelings toward a boyfriend, which could be recreated in a couple weeks. Exactly. Right. Like, what the hell? Yep. And then, like, Neelix... Backs her up. He's like, oh, well, what about Fairhaven? It's like, God damn it, Neelix. Man, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. That, that, that's got me really mad. It's like, that's such a contrived plot point to mm-hmm. keep this thing going. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's insane. So, so they send the doctor who tries to persuade them, um, you know, away from their violence and away from their kind of, um, you know, hard headedness about yeah. their, you know, um, Superstitions that mm-hmm. fails immediately mm-hmm. because they're they're already onto everything and you know beyond his his reasoning, and they're um, already suspicious of the doctor being one of them because exactly at some right. point someone was like I saw him just disappear one night, um, presumably when he was leaving the holodeck. Um, right. Yeah. 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 So as soon as he gets there, they're like, Mm-mm, no, no right. can do, doctor. You're you're one right. of them. You're one of the bad guys. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he gets tied so. up as well. So they all three of them are tied up in Sullivan's bar, right? Um, and Seamus <laughs> is performing incantations essentially to exercise right. them. I guess. Uh, yeah, like yeah. To sh- I think it's like to show their true form or to like expose yeah. them for what they are—some sort mm-hmm. of fairy or like leprechaun type type thing. Yeah. Um, Shockingly, it does not work. Right. right. It, does not, <laughs> it does not work. So um, Seamus tries to hypnotize them, Here which I believe is. might be the point that Dan does not like about. Yes. So if, if Dan, if you want to take oh, we this should away notice with, the doctors get sent in with um, transponders, right, to try to beam them. Oh, uh, yes. Right. Correct. Um, but I think they like yeah. find them and take them right away. They, they do. Um, they yeah. also take the doctor's hollow emitter. So the thing that he wears that allows him to sort right. of move around and I think what happens is that once they take that he assimilates into the holodeck into the Fairhaven program itself he's no longer right. like an independent that doctor is a pretty big leap to right. start with 
Right. Yeah. Like they take his emitter and he becomes part of Fairhaven. Part of Fairhaven, right. And this is one of the dorkiest things ever muttered on TV. Quote, he's been integrated into the Fairhaven matrix. It's the fact that someone wrote that is just like, (laughs) like someone got paid to write that sad nerdy line. It just makes me happy. Hypnotizing the doctor. I was definitely thinking, okay, this could be like, just like the incantation. It's not going to work because you know, it's, it's not right. They're not, I don't know, whatever. And the fact that he successfully hypnotizes the doctor <laughs> with, what is it, a watch? There's a dangling watch. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's either like watch a watch or a spoon. I can't remember. Yeah. They, yeah. that completely lost me. Uh, it yeah. was the dumbest. Oh, that's what did it for scene you? <laughs> that, like I've seen plenty of terrible bullshit in my yeah. time with Star Trek, but this is up there. Just this one right. scene by itself. It's like if someone tells me, oh, yeah, I, I'm a, I like Star Trek. I show them this scene and I I'm reasonably sure they're they're out on, on it again. Right. Mic drop. Walk away. Moment. Yeah. Just like whatever. So, so he is hypnotized into being just like it's almost like a truth serum. He has to right. tell the the factual truth about everything they ask for right. no reason that's explained. Yeah, it's really not. So, yeah. yeah. So he's like, all right. So. I don't know. So the doctor kind of tells them everything <laughs> they want to know. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, he reveals my, to yeah. them that there is a ship named Voyager. Right. 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 And like, I don't, he doesn't reveal to them that it's a starship necessarily, but it's just a ship and they are members of the crew. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think what else they, is there anything? They ask else him important? what his name is. And he's oh, like, okay. I haven't decided yet. Like, yeah. right. okay. Oh boy. All right. So, <laughs> Michael, being the only logical one, says, hey, doctor, how do I get to the ship? So Mm -hmm. the doctor tells him with the transporter. I don't know what that thing is called. I guess he takes the hollow emitter, right? Is that what he... That's what I thought he took. But maybe he just takes the one of the three um, things that he brought down to teleport them back up. Yeah. Yeah. So, So Michael uses this device to be beamed onto the deck of the ship. Right. Right. The bridge. So, he goes to the main, main oh, sorry, bridge. the bridge. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. this just, I, I, maybe I'm missing something obvious, but why is there a transporter room? <laughs> if you, if you right. can just kind of beam to anywhere. Yeah. That, well, that's happened yeah. many times in Star Trek where like random yeah. people have just beamed directly to the bridge. Usually they have to ask, right? So if like, Picard is beaming from the plant surface of a planet and he wants to go to the bridge. He'll usually say like, beam me directly to the bridge or beam me to beam me to sick bay or be like, you can do that to specific locations. But there's been several instances too, where like random people have just showed up on the bridge, which seems like many instances. Labs in security in my opinion. Right. Yeah. So that that was my first thought is like, so maybe transport rooms more for security, but I don't think that's the case because I think that might be the case because, like, whenever they beam over, like, dignitaries, people from other ships, they always greet them at the transporter room. Mm-hmm. But maybe you don't necessarily have to be, well, obviously you don't, uh, have to be beamed from or to there if you don't want to. It's just like, it's, it's like a machine that can act and work from anywhere to anywhere, you know? I guess. I, just, I don't know but, what, the pl- what the platform is for. Right. Like, yeah. why, did, why does O'Brien have to stand in the transporter room all day? Yeah, I think he'd be armed. You know what I mean? If it was, <laughs> right. a, it was a security thing. 
Right. Right. So that's a very valid question. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Michael's on the ship. Mm-hmm. And Janeway, I guess, has an about face in her like reasoning. Just like, hey, all right, let me show you my whole ship. Everything. Because yeah. I know a lot about you and you don't know about me. Right. I guess is the reasoning. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think I so. think at that point it's like too hard to lie, right? <laughs> like, or to continue lying. So, right. but what bothers me, I'm, I'm, what makes me a little frustrated again about her and the way that she treats Michael, is that I think in their original conversation she tells him like a couple times like there are just things that are too hard for you to comprehend, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of a shitty again like just a shitty thing to do because he is clearly very intelligent, right? Um, and he is clearly like very open-minded about lots of different things. So for her to just be like, yeah, you're too dumb <laughs> to understand right. this is like kind of, I don't know. I, again, this is, I just don't think she treats him like very nicely. Um, no, she doesn't. she doesn't. So at this particular point, I guess she's like, well, I guess I can't keep lying as much as I would want to. <laughs> so let me just tell but you everything can, and show you around my ship. She can though. Cause she's, he's not real. Like, Oh no, I just, it's like, yeah. And like, and Chakotay, the voice of reason, he's like, Catherine, what are you doing? Like, don't show this thing, you know, like our ship. Because, like, you know, they don't know. Maybe he has evolved, in, you know, into Q powers. Like like you said, Beth, like maybe mm-hmm. he is super powerful. Why would you show this thing your ship and, like, make yourself more vulnerable? Mm-hmm. You know, Chakotay is totally right. Yeah. Is, that, is it like uh, the spirit, uh, the Fairhaven people kind of have... Mm-hmm the upper hand because they have you know oh maybe yeah they, they're true. uh tom and harry the right oh, that's a good point yeah 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 i guess yeah. like she thinks her only maybe like chances to have michael right right understand and accept you that's, know what's uh, interesting yeah, too yeah so this whole concept too has we've seen before so um in i think it's not naked now justice mm-hmm. right there's a mm-hmm. whole about this point in the episode where Picard brings one of their people um, from, ha- I think the yeah. I think the planet's think actually called Haven too, which is I funny. think it's Justice, yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, you know, and beams them on board to show them like, okay, let's reveal to you behind the curtain, essentially. Right. So yeah, right. I never, I guess I'd never put that together before, but even the scenes are like kind of similar. It's like them walking them yeah you're right you know talking in the hallways like showing him how stuff mm-hmm. works looking out the window seeing it from above like that kind of stuff um yeah, yeah. but yeah, michael michael's like taking it really well which i was not surprised i mean me personally and we've talked about this like i i was not that surprised that he would take it kind of well because he's he is really smart right and he seems very open-minded so like yeah he um, has god intellect level yeah at, i guess at this point yeah. he's just like nothing is surprising to me one thing she you know? does tell him though she tells him that they're on like a time ship like from hg wells which i yeah well that's I, what she uses to kind of explain to him in his sense it's i guess correct because he's in the past oh yeah but, think, yeah okay but it's not, I mean, it's definitely not true because, yeah. you know, so yeah. They don't time travel. They, I mean, right. they time travel in forward because right. they experience time linearly, but, um, right. So does right. everyone. Yeah. I don't know. That, that kind of confused me a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yes. So they're walking around the ship and she's basically explaining like, 
you know, I'm the captain of this ship and my name is Catherine. Uh, yeah, you're a program and so are all the people in Fairhaven, but I still care about you, essentially. Right. That's kind of what she's saying. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what happens next. What happens next? After the tour, they uh, we go back. They're about to be, be burned. Um, mm. Paris, Kim, and the, the, the doctor. Um, Michael and Janeway show up. Uh, they talk about... Um, you know, I, I think the quote that I don't, I forget if it's Michael or Janeway says, it says, just because we're different from, just because we're from different worlds doesn't mean we can't care for each other. Yeah, Michael yeah. says it, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that everyone kind of smiles acceptingly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Which I think it would have been <laughs> such a funny, or not, I don't know, such a better episode if like they came back. And they had already killed Tom and Harry. Yeah. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. (laughs) According to the story, like Michael's like, Hey, how do you get to your ship? And then he just vanishes into thin air. That would be so good. And then everyone else is just still stuck there pointing their guns at these intruders. (laughs) They don't know or when Michael's ever coming back. That'd be great. (laughs) Oh man. So good. But. In an alternate, in an alternate Trek universe, that that, but, that has happened. No. Oh, oh man, man. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, so, oh yeah, the whole town like just buys it immediately. There's like, oh, oh yeah, they're, so they're they super are on board. from there. So they are basically the exact thing we were accusing them of. Of, but now we're okay with it, right? Because right. Mike, Michael said we should be friends, right? Because he turns the tables on him. He's like, you know, they've given us rain and they save people. It's like. Okay, everything's great. They're they are useful to us in some way. They're not yeah. gonna. They're hurt still us. fairy folk. Uh, yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Who, who cares if occasionally they turn one of us into a cow? Right. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe Maggie was into it. Maybe, that would maybe be enough. Like a, <laughs> that would be enough for like me a, to not really forgive. Yeah. Like, right. Being a cow f- fetish of some sort. Maybe she has that. <laughs> maybe Maggie's right. into um, it. <laughs> so. Oh so God. yeah, we we cut to maybe like the next day or next week or whenever. Everyone's back in Fairhaven. Beautiful sunny day, you know, blue skies. Everyone's laughing. Um, Seamus is being you know his old fooly self, and uh, so they uh, Janeway and Michael meet up, and she gives them a book as a gift. And mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be H.G. Wells' the, the the time machine because she references mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but no, it's a. Uh, a Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain. I was like, oh, that's a weird... I mean, I guess it's about similar things, but I just... They set it up to be the, the time machine, but then it wasn't. Yeah, so yeah I, thought I thought that was thought, weird, too. But that was kind of strange, but whatever. Also, um, good question about the time period, too. So that marked... Would that be the right time for when that book was published? Let me look it up right now. I yeah. Know. Because he does say he's read he's read his other work. So that was published. Yes, so, uh, you're right. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yankee, I don't know. Yankee, I also, I don't know when this episode claims to take place. So I don't remember. There's right. all sorts of Voyager stuff that I'm just like, I don't understand when things are set. So the the one that we did pretty recently, 1159, about the town uh, in wherever the heck it was, Indiana or Ohio or whatever, that yeah. they were like, oh, this is the 90s, but it felt right. like the 70s i don't know it was just it really weird. did it's like i don't understand no it really happening. did yeah <laughs> um, um yeah uh yankee yeah. and king arthur's court came out in 1889 okay so i guess that so, does yeah. jive with the yeah i guess uh, that would be time correct frame. all right I right guess exactly he's, he's the hot new author <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah oh my um, gosh 
So I think yes. that, that is it. it. That's um, it. So this program keeps going, <sighs> yep. and it um, never comes up again. I don't believe in the show. Um, hmm. But they. So one thing they did agree to, if I wasn't mistaken, is they do agree to not keep it running full time. Correct? They do shut it down from time to time, and then yes, just operate it when you're in there. As yes, I to, believe so. Yeah, they 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 stopped the open door policy. Yeah. So right. I guess that's what that so, means. but by that sense, these people don't get to go on living as they were used to, right? Because I guess they just pause. They're only living when. But if, if yeah. they don't, if they don't know True. about it, I yeah. mean, they're I only so. they're only living when Voyager characters are in the holodeck. I guess. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess if I guess if it's I guess if it's paused or if they don't know, I guess that's I guess that's fine. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. Though. I don't know. Um, a little, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that the is episode. It. That is spirit <laughs> yeah. folk. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it is so. A strange uh, yeah. It's just very yeah middle uh, of the road. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's like I said. We I think we've even had a hard time. We're just like, yep, and then this yeah. is what happened. And it seemed it seemed lazy. It know. seemed like lazy writing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I got the sense that, like, they made mm-hmm. this big set for Fairhaven, and they're just like, we can't just mm-hmm. use one right. episode. Like, I mean, we, we, right. we all said it. Like, I like the idea that they revisited the story very much. Like, in TNG, they revisit um, Sherlock and Moriarty like a couple times, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So I, I like right. that idea for for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. But yeah, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. There's not not a lot that happens. And I, I person. So I was excited to watch this one after we watched Fairhaven, um, mm-hmm. and I did actually I think I watched it like the same night. Um, yeah. Just went and watched oh, the wow. next one. Um, okay. And I. And it's because I like Michael's character. He, to me, is the most interesting character of the two episodes. Um, he is, yeah. Um, because yeah, yeah, and like really, the story in the first they stored us like all the interesting things about the story center around him. I think. Right. Um, right. So that's why I was excited to watch it. But yeah, but the rest of the characters, I feel as if they could have done more with, um, but Absolutely. just didn't. Like even the even the Voyager characters like don't experience much growth or change or development in any way. Um, You're right. And we don't, we don't even see half of them right. this episode except, except right, for exactly. like, a, like, like a minute. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That's yeah. just my take on it. I think it's like very okay. Michael, yeah. Michael and his story is interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you said, I think it was just lazy. They could have done, yeah. could have done a lot, a lot more with it, I think. Um, Don't make no sense. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. So we've been uh, we've been off the air for a little while, which yeah. has only given me time to dive deeper. Ooh, oh man, than goodness! Usual. Is this is oh, this time goodness. for Dan's deeper dives? I believe so. <laughs> so so yeah. So besides the uh, the six week apart thing that I mentioned, which we've already talked about, I have right. three. Um, okay, great. One of which. Uh, a stand-in for Jerry Ryan. Okay. Named Britta Nowak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found her Instagram. Oh, goodness. Excellent. <laughs> and she has a picture of herself in this park that's a couple miles from where I grew up. Oh, wow. What? 
I know. So <laughs> I don't know if she was like, people don't generally vacation there. So I was like, maybe this person lives in my like hometown. So yeah. I, I, uh, I messaged her. And uh, no response. So, oh, damn it. <laughs> so, common theme. Dan's over too. <laughs> one, of, one of these times, we're gonna actually going to get a response. Some That's right. Day. That's amazing. Uh, wow. So, ooh, uh, Maggie O'Halloran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her, she was played by Henriette uh, Ivanens. And okay. I found a blog she wrote many years ago. There are... I don't know, a couple hundred entries, and I read maybe like most of them. Wow. Wow. Because it was just incredibly depressing. Oh, oh wow. Like it's like I don't know, it was like it it balanced between all these terrible things happening to her and like glimmers of hope. Like she lost her kidneys when she was 13 and like She's talking about how she was like disappointed in like family members that weren't willing to like give her a kidney. And she was like thankful that she failed as a movie star and becoming an alcoholic so she could become closer to her family. It was, oh it was wow. just like, and like you could like, like just the timeline. Cause I was, I was reading through them. I'm sure it like took her like years to write these, but yeah. like, like her kidneys were getting worse and worse and her SAG insurance was running out and she's like oh, realizing God. she's never going to be a movie star that she like wanted to be. It yeah. is just Dark man. Man. When did she write? Uh, what what years did she write these? Uh, was it I during the Voyager episode or? Like af- it was after. After okay. Um, I want to say it ended in like 2008. Hmm. Oh no. Do you do you think she passed away? I was thinking that same thing. I was going to ask. Uh, no. So she did get she did get another a kidney. Uh, I don't Good. know if she's passed away since then. But uh, right, right, right. But yeah, man, it was just I. Oh wow. I no no good. Oh. Anyway, our well, third one, our third and final uh-huh. one. Uh, it's I. It's weird. It's I don't think it's like an Easter egg, but if you watch this episode on Amazon, not on Netflix okay. or somewhere else, it's okay. forty-seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But all other episodes are forty-three. Oh, right? I know, and it's because after this episode, the opening credit visuals mm-hmm. uh-huh. play again but silently there's no audio so oh. it's just like it, but there's also like not like the names and stuff it's just the ship you know swirling around the stars just and at the very and end of yeah, the episode after, there's after like an the extra episode's over you have what? three minutes of <laughs> oh, that man. like like space scenes <laughs> okay and then one minute of like like stars kind of coming at you like the old like screensaver what? And huh. then, <laughs> then the Paramount logo comes up, and it ends. Like, I, it, I don't understand how how that would happen unintentionally. Yeah. But or as a viewer, just... like if it was your first time viewing it, and you just at the end of the episode watched four minutes of like nothing. Right. Exactly. What would that be like? Like I could see maybe like the 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 credit thing being like mm-hmm. a leftover thing someone left on, but then the star screensaver thing, then the Paramount logo means someone put that together. I think something more sinister is happening here. I think it's the Illuminati. Did did Michael do it? Right. That's what I'm saying. I I think that Michael has fooled everyone and that the entirety of Voyager is now in a simulation as well. And they don't know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't wait to see that, that reveal. So those oh are my dives. 
Well, those are really good, man. Wow. Yeah. That's a. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that last one there is. Uh, I hope that uh, Maggie O'Halloran got the help that she needed. What? Yeah, I it. hope she's all right. Yeah. 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 If you yeah. listeners, if you know anything about, about that actress's condition, <laughs> uh, hashtag is Maggie okay? <laughs> yes. And we'll, uh, you know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> or no. And we will. Okay, uh, you know what? How about just Maggie is okay? Because if she's not okay, I don't really want to hear about it. That's like, true. Oh yeah. Hashtag. No, not yeah. not to. I don't know. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. That sounds dark, but I just. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. listeners, you have some work cut out for you. Yeah. Um, so get get yeah. to hashtagging. Uh, yeah. Are, are we are we worth the voyaging now? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Beth, you wanna you wanna. Voyage oh it? man, honestly, probably not. I I don't remember what I said for Fairhaven. I probably said yes because I always say yes. Um, yeah, no, I think you could probably skip it unless you're unless you really like Michael like I did or do. Yeah. Um, it's you know a fun way to get him see him again and get more screen time and stuff. But it's yeah, it develop it develops very little of any of the characters. He's really the only one. Um, right. And doesn't really contribute much. And I don't know, it's just very run, run of the mill. It's like even hard to talk about what happens because not that much yeah. happens in an entire 47 minute episode. Um, right. So yeah, probably I would, I would have to say no, not worth the voyage. Okay. A rare no from Beth. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, you want to, yeah, this is a, a hard no. Uh, okay. You see a hologram hypnotized <laughs> into telling the truth. By another hologram? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's just, this is really dumb. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't know. And you shouldn't. And if you yeah. do like it, you should feel bad. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say not worth the voyage. How about you, Newman? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, in spite of it being a Emmy-nominated episode, which I always, you know, love talking about. Um, yeah, no, no, it's not good. Um, it's cool. I, it, it it rehashes all of the Fairhaven ideas, but in a worse way. Um, I mean, it, they basically struggle with a lot of the same ideas from Fairhaven in in Spirit Folk. So that writers' room must have just been like, ah, you know what, this show's ending in two years. Let's just let's just slap something together, and you know. Go home and get pizza. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, there's 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 nothing here. Like th- it has no bearing on any other Star Trek thing ever. Um, so yeah, no, triple triple no, guys. Oh well. Wow. So no, no, okay. no. Cool. Wow. All right. Crazy. Well, where are we going next time? Yeah. Uh, next time we are leaving uh, Voyager for a bit. It's, it's always sad to do. Hate to say goodbye, but. Um, and we're going back to the original series, uh, season three, The Savage Curtain. Yay. Um, I'm not going to say anything. That's a hell of except, a title. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything except they encounter Abraham Lincoln. And I'll leave it at that. Can't so, wait. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. So I'm so excited. I've, I don't know if it's the real Abraham Lincoln or not, but either way... Honest I, Abe. I really want some alien conspiracy to like be John Wilkes Booth. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah. The Savage Curtain on uh, the original series season three. You can find that on your favorite platform of choice. 
Amazon, Netflix, all those great places. Uh, <laughs> um, so watch along with us. Uh, if you have a tweet or a comment or suggestion you would like to tweet at us, you can reach us at, at Make It So So Cast on Twitter. You can also find us at our home on the web, which is Make It So So Podcast.com. Or you can email us at Make It So So Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you really like the show, um, which we appreciate those who do, um, you can go to patreon.com. Uh, make a so-so podcast and throw a couple bucks our way and get a bonus episode and some written reviews um, and we really appreciate it especially the people who've already done it uh, thank you very much it keeps Absolutely. this show going Absolutely. Um, yeah and uh, that's greatly appreciated so thank you very much for that cool we did it guys All right. we did it yeah. uh, listeners thank you for uh, coming along back to Fairhaven with us uh, we know you were excited about it yeah. and uh, you know <laughs> Definitely. And uh, so were we. So. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, so. we're going to have to end our open door policy. That's right. right. Uh, sadly, right. I mean, you know, if there were more Faven episodes to visit, we certainly would go. But uh, the, the Trek gods did not deem it so. So That's right. Yeah. I but. would be surprised if there wasn't other written material out there about Fairhaven, like either in the book canon... Or I'm sure there's there fan fiction. There has there to be fan has fiction. To be. Yeah. There has to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be. All right. But we got to dig some of this up. by like Michael's actor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he, he loved it so much. He just had to keep it going. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, 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 if it's out there, I will read it. So okay. listeners, let us know. Yeah. Um, All right, yeah. everybody. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll Until see next you time. next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.